5: FM Talk, On Demand Audio.
4: Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors with Mark Cox. I'm Bo Matthews. And uh, we, we promised you a heck of a story. I had pictures. I've seen video, but it's not out there in the public ether yet. Uh, old friend of mine in St. Louis. Uh, he is a, an executive with a St. Louis uh, a company, a tech space. He's in the tech space. But when I first met him, gosh, what was it, Jim? 25 years ago or more, he was my tattoo artist but he's moved right right up the ranks (laughs) welcome to second amendment radio and the great great outdoors
2: thank you yeah no it's great uh yeah i've known you a long time bo and definitely i'm an interesting guy to follow my career path has been uh Somewhat of a pinball machine, but uh,
4: here I am. So, well, uh, and Mark, for the record, my nickname for Jim Allen is the Big Onion because there's so many layers to this guy, and he's about <laughs> six foot ten. Um, and I see that Carl was slacking in his prep uh, for us today because I think he stole his. Uh, I don't know. Is this the LinkedIn d- uh, design of of his profile? Dynamic high energy professional with a strong track record. You know what? Let's get right down to it. Jim Allen is a dear friend, and uh, he went on a hog hunt that uh, I I thought he was going to say, let's go shoot them from helicopters. But no, Jim, let's set the stage for Mark and uh, Carl and everybody else listening on this hand-to-hand combat hog hunt you went on.
2: Okay, so you know how it kind of went down. So I've been deer hunting. I didn't grow up around it. If there was a gun in my house growing up, I didn't know about it, right? So I, I didn't grow up around this stuff. But about 15 years ago, I got into deer hunting and a little bit of turkey hunting and mostly rifle and then i started getting into uh, a few years back bow hunting and it's just such a different uh hunt i mean it really is and i i think what it is is you're just closer it's just a little more intimate As where does that sound so i've really become i've loved uh bow hunting and i took another deer the bow this year i took one last year so that's been great so i was at a big event and one of our clients actually who's a, a, you know, a army veteran and a friend he said hey Jim, I you know I know you like to hunt. How would you like to go on a hog hunt? I said, man, I would love to do that. Can you strap me to a helicopter? Like, what are we gonna do? And he says, well, we're gonna use knives. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, and I'd never heard of this, right? And and this gentleman I have massive respect for, but I mean he is he has served in uh, Ramadi, you know, Bronze Star winner. This guy is a legit uh, amazing human being, and I'm like wow okay tell me more about that so he's like well you know you get this dog and the dog gets on the hog and you just jump in there into the fight and you stab it and i'm like wow that just sounds insanely awesome let's 100 do it like, I was like what could possibly and, go yeah. wrong <laughs> right so then you know that night i'm googling uh you know a hog a tusk injuries and i'm like oh my god <laughs> so And and my wife's like, well, this seems very dangerous. And I said, well, that's what makes it exciting. You know, as as young kids and men as we grow up, we're always seeking that adventure. So, you know, I I was pretty excited about it. So he knows uh, some folks in Tennessee that had a small family farm, and they kind of do this. They host people that come, and usually they do rifle and bow hunting on these hogs for them. And they put you up in a little cabin and teach you, and they kind of take you out. But they do have some dogs, so... You know what? We went down there. I, well, I had to buy a knife. <laughs> All right, so, And, and I'm uh, guessing,
5: I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm guessing this wasn't what might commonly be referred to as a little pig sticker. This must have been like a like a, a real knife.
2: Well, I, I'm being honest. I looked on Amazon for pig stickers. <laughs> Did you, so okay. I sent my buddy, I said, what kind of knife are you using? And so he sends me a picture of this knife that looks more like a Bowie knife. I'll bet. If you're familiar with that. Yes. I ended up buying something similar. It's about a 14-inch knife with an eight and 9-inch blade. And I did learn something about a knife, not the rabbit hole this, but the little groove in the side of the knife is actually called a blood groove. And that's designed to make it easier to pull the knife back out because apparently it's the suction gets stuck in there. It's oh. awesome. So I ended up buying this Bowie knife. Actually, it was a gift ironically, because I bought a different one. And then my brother-in-law found out I was doing this So for my birthday, which is also on Veterans Day. They gave me this knife to use, which was funny because they were kind of against me going to do this. And one of the questions he said was, you know, why would you pick the most brutal method to, to hunt, you know, hunt these hogs? And I said, well, perhaps I recommend you take a trip to the slaughterhouse and I look at the horrors <laughs> hidden beneath the styrofoam trays and mm-hmm. cellophane wrap. But the other thing is, I my instant remark, because I'm a little sarcastic, was, well, it's because of toxic masculinity, which <laughs> I apparently have. So, <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh. You know, it, was <laughs> it was real, man. So we get down there to set the stage, and they had... Uh, the way the, ho- the little cabin was divided, there was rooms on either side. They had a common area and a little kitchen in the middle. And, and so me and my buddy were on one side, and, and there were three other hunters uh, on the other side. But they had been out all day, but we showed up closer to dinner time because we were going to hunt the following morning. And they said, you all going to hunt some hogs? And I said, yep, yes, sir, we're going to hunt some hogs. And they said, well, how are you gonna, what are you going to shoot them with? And I said, well, we're not going to shoot them with anything. We're going to stab them with knives. And they started <laughs> laughing. Like they didn't believe us. <laughs> they're like man you guys are crazy now you know we both look we both have shaved heads and goatees so we probably look a little nuts uh so hey, you know hey. this morning we <laughs> no offense bo <Beau. laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah right it's radio bo
2: <laughs> i had i i'm painting a picture here right? <laughs> yeah paint paint a go, picture go, of bo go. go ahead <laughs> i'm a wordsmith so we get up in the morning we're ready to go we're excited we got our knives with us, and it's weird to go on a hunt with no firearms or bows oh, yeah. or anything. So it's got uh-huh. this knife on my uh, uh-huh. belt. And uh, so basically there's what's called a bay dog, and then there's a catch dog. The bay dog, you, you go in the middle of the woods, and you cut the bay dog loose, and you just listen. You listen to him to start yelping that he's found a hog or he's chasing one or he gets it cornered or holed up or whatever. It takes a little bit of time. so. My buddy got his hog first, and it, uh, the bay dog caught one up in, the like, a culvert. So we heard it yelp, and we drove over, and uh, he was able to release the catch dog, which is some kind of terrier mix, probably got some pet in it. And then the, the catch dog was a sweetheart right next to me in the side-by-side, which I'm petting. And when he unleashed the fury to go after this hog, I'm like, man, I ain't going anywhere near that dog <laughs> <laughs> because he was on it, like, like the devil himself. They grab the catch dog, grabs the ear of the hog, and it's a fight. I mean, they're, they're thrashing, jumping around, and you have to be careful because if that hog gets loose, it will hit you with the uh, the tusks, and tusk, it's, it's yeah. very dangerous. It's chaos; the dogs are barking and yelping, the pigs screaming. And so you kind of jump into the fight, and you, you try to find the opportunity to stab the hog in the right spot for a good, clean kill without getting bit, attacked, stabbing yourself or a dog or anything else. So it's a little bit hectic and, and and chaotic, but then when it's over, it's over, right? You're just standing there all pumped up. So he got on his pretty well. The second dog jumps on the hog after the first dog does, it's interesting, it doesn't go at the pig until the catch dog gets on it. So we load up his hog and we go. We start over with the dogs, calm down because they're pretty wound tight. Back into the woods and uh, we release the bay dog again. And it's my turn. I'm excited. And uh, mine was a little bit different because mine ended up in an open field. uh, And and so we were running the side by side, trying to separate the hog. The he had the bay dog had two hogs, and I wanted the bigger hog, of course. Right. And so we end up running along this old. Barbed wire fence line, and those hogs run about twenty eight miles an hour. I don't know if you know that those little legs are flying. Wow! And so the bay dog gets distracted and runs the smaller hog off. So all we have is one dog, and the guide with me says, do "You want to do it with one dog?" And I'm like, "Of course I do. What could go wrong?" <laughs> so,
4: <laughs>
2: I'm not going to out Not brunt my buddy, right? So we throw the dog jumps out of the side-by-side side while we're moving, and that dog goes after that hog, and they're they're fighting. He gets on his ear, and they naturally ho- know how to do this, apparently. So they're fighting. That this hog's flipping this dog around, and, I mean, it is insane. So I jump out of the side-by-side side with my knife, and you can kind of – I'm trying to position myself to get – because the pig's, you know, constantly squirming and wiggling around and the dog's pulling it in all these directions – so I'm able to – I had to put my hand on top of his back and reach over and put my knife in the double lung on the side, which is why the knife needs to be long enough. So that's a good kill shot in any hunting, right, whether it's arrow, rifle, whatever. So the yeah. double lung is a coveted mm-hmm. shot. I think I do pretty well, and I pull out. It's still fighting because, uh, as you as you may or may not know, when you kill an animal with a double lung, you know, deer can run 100 yards. Right. So – uh I I see this happening, and I get another opportunity the way it repositioned straight away. So I reached in, and I was able to stab it up under the armpit and right in the heart. And it sprayed blood all over my arm. Like, it was a direct hit on the heart. And it died very quickly after that.
4: Eight feet. It was huge. It was huge. I saw the video. I need
5: to see this video because I've never never heard of anything like this before.
2: (laughs) Isn't America great? (laughs) The, The best part is I'm standing there visualize it, the hog's bed, the dog's still sniffing around at it and I got a bloody knife in my hand and part of my arm's covered in blood and we're standing there talking about it. We're gonna you know, everybody's catching their breath and we're gonna throw this thing back up. I'm admiring the tusks. My hog was the biggest tusks of the day. Well at that time we hear the other side by side coming up and the gentlemen that were rifle hunting, there was three of them with another guy and they pulled up on this scene with <laughs> You know, me and my buddy standing there with bloody hands and knives, and they're like, "Oh my god, you really did that!" It's a thing. So I'm laughing so hard at this point. Like the whole scene was just nuts. But they were like, "There's no way." And one guy said, "My family thinks I'm crazy. Wait till I tell tell them about you guys." Dying. So,
5: <laughs> so after you know, after your first deer kill, usually there's a there's a little. Um, you go through yeah, a little Ceremony. ritual where you where you might dip your finger in the blood and put it on your cheek or something like that. With a hog, is it is it the mountain oysters? What are you after there?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you're going dances with wolves on me. So you know, <laughs> it wasn't quite as romantic as that. We threw them in the back, and there, my hog was like 250 pounds, and we horse this thing up into the side-by-side, side, take it back, skin it, got it, you know, and, and, and cut it up. And they actually uh, helped process that and made sausage, and which is amazing. It's better than Jimmy Dean. i like, oh, already had this for breakfast. <laughs> My wife, who's not a big fan of eating the wild animal, I convinced her to try it. She loves it. She ended up taking some sausage patties to work the next day like she's a fan. <laughs> like, it's really, really good because people have this thing. They say, oh, it's gamey. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. But when you prepare it right, it's delicious. A hog is a hog, right? So it was pretty incredible experience, though. And I, I don't know how I'm going to top it. But the adrenaline rush, the camaraderie at the campfire that, that evening, uh, of you know doing this experience together, it just was incredible. Well,
5: Jim Allen, what a story, my friend. I'm, I'm telling you. Oftentimes, we'll have people on the show that'll be describing this a safari, or uh, you know, if they've gone out west on an elk hunt or something. I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself. God, I really need to try that. In your case, I'm not so sure that I'm ready to hop on the back of an angry 250-pound wild boar.
2: Well, I have to tell you, I don't know what this says about me, you guys, but I was not worried. Like, I was very calm, walked up and stabbed this thing, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I enjoyed the hunt, but I, I don't know if I'm some kind of high-functioning sociopath or what, but I did enjoy it. And, you know, to me, it's, it, regardless of the weapon, you want a clean ethical pill on this thing and you know i want to harvest and, and eat what i kill and i love hunting and other you know my deer hunting has become less in missouri and somewhat down south because i have friends that have places down there and i actually got the deer hunt with my bow this year with some active duty army rangers uh which is a, another incredible story and, and just you know hanging out with these guys there was some retired army uh rangers but some active duties and you know they were able to get on some deer, and, and, and there's a, a group called Darby'sWarriorSupport.org, and that group just funds hunts for active duty and, and uh, retired military people. So, uh, you know, again, I hunted on this hog with a uh, retired Army vet as well, and I just I love our veterans and try to do that. And it's a build such camaraderie. But these stories and these they're they're fun to tell, but they're even more fun to live.
4: Man, I bet. I bet. So when you were on the back of that hog, did it remind you when you were doing my back piece on my tattoo 25 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) It was
2: almost the same thing, but I think the hog has less hair on its back. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, man. So
4: bad. Big onion. Big onion. (laughs) Jim Allen, thank you so much for sharing your story, and uh, thanks for being on Second Amendment Radio on The Great Outdoors, buddy. Right on, guys.
2: Thanks for what you do. You bet, man. Merry
4: Christmas. Jim,
5: you're my hero. Holy cow. (laughs) Or holy hog. Yeah, he's the... Yeah,
4: he's the same guy that called me uh, January of uh, 2023 said you want to go hunt uh crocodile or alligators down in <laughs> Florida I'm like ah. okay I't know what how are we t- making I belts
5: I don't know how you top something like that wow I know I know
4: I but I will get the video uh I he, need it's to not see public that. I'm sure okay. I but know. he did put a music he did put a rock and roll music you know bed to it a, a simple man or something I don't <laughs> forget what it was but anyway good stuff uh yeah it's holiday stories with Jim Allen on second yeah. member
5: radio on the great outdoors. I'll think of it every it's time a- I eat bacon from now on. <clears throat> no kidding. <laughs> his karate lessons
0: might not turn him into a black
5: belt. Hi-ya! And
0: even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician, but with the 3% annual percentage yield, you can earn on a pen premium online savings account. Your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything. Mom and dad will always be worth it.
5: <laughs> All right, have a great weekend, folks. Uh, that does it for this edition. We'll see you next week on Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate
0: lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>